Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode 196, How to Know If He's Cuffing You. And no, I don't mean the kinky handcuff cuffing, (laughs) although that would be pretty obvious, right? How to know if he's cuffing you. He'd literally be whipping out the handcuffs. Nope, this is not the kind of cuffing I am talking about. I am talking about cuffing season. Cuffing season is a period of time between around October through February where people hunker down and have a temporary relationship, if you will, because it's just easier. It's more convenient. It's more comfortable as the weather gets much colder and people aren't so inclined, energized, motivated, inspired to get out there and potentially meet their right person. So how did I get to episode 196 without talking about cuffing season? Well, (laughs) fun fact, I never knew what cuffing season was until someone brought it up to me. Maybe like a year or two ago. I didn't even know it was a thing. And honestly, when I heard about it, I kind of eye-rolled it. And I also thought, I am so glad I didn't know what cuffing season was when I was a single person because my anxious brain would make awful meaning out of cuffing season. And I would have scrutinized and psychoanalyzed every guy I came across in the months of October through February to figure out, is he just cuffing me? It's just... It, it just doesn't serve, I'm going to say, a woman, a single woman's brain. I do speak in heteronormative terms in this podcast, but this podcast is, of course, for everyone. I use the pronoun him versus her because of my own experience as a straight woman. I, I do think that because I serve women who are most women who are like me, who have anxious attachment style and have been bruised and burned before. And so the trauma is never fully erased when you put yourself out there again. I share all the time. Trauma came up for me when I met Larry, even though he was showing up so beautifully and consistently in our beginning stages. But there were definitely moments and there was definitely a bigger, much harder moment four months into our relationship where I questioned, are we going to work? And I just went into full-blown panic. I went into full-blown panic after we decided that I was going to move to Santa Barbara and start this whole new chapter with he and his four kids, even more panic and trauma resurfaced that I had to navigate through. But I know I attracted him as my partner because I was working on healing that trauma, even without him. However, again, if I, because I met Larry in September of 2019, it could have been just so easy for me to think, oh my God, he's only cuffing me. He's cuffing me because it's getting colder and drearier outside. Even in California, it gets pretty chilly here. Not as bad as the East Coast, but still. So I am so glad that I did not know about cuffing season. And if you are listening and you're like, well, thanks a lot, Claire. We didn't know what cuffing season is either. And now you're telling us, uh, what the fuck? Now it's something else for my brain to fixate on. Have no fear. You were going to hear about it anyway at some point in time, I am sure. And I have some tips on how you can navigate avoiding someone cuffing you. But I will say right off the bat, there are no guarantees. 
I'm over three years with the love of my life. I always say no guarantees that we will work out forever, but I'm so fucking committed to making sure we do work out forever along with a partner who is just as committed as I am. So I think chances are pretty high when I pay attention to my gut, when I pay attention to the way that I show up in relationships now, when I pay attention to how he shows up in this relationship compared to all of the bullshit that I endured and entertained and participated in in my past. But there are never any guarantees. Now, before I get into seven ways to know or try to be able to tell if he's cuffing you, I want to establish that cuffing season, first of all, is some made up construct, right? Someone decided cuffing season is a thing. It probably is a thing for a lot of people. I want to just offer right here up front that it isn't a bad thing. Cuffing season could work really well for certain people, especially if they're on the same page and are clear about what it is. That's fantastic. I'm not here to say it's good or bad, but this episode, obviously, like all my episodes of this podcast, is for those of you who are working on healing your heart and working on finding your actual person. So that is why I am talking about figuring out how to tell if someone is cuffing you or not. But really and truly, these steps are no different than figuring out if someone is available and really looking for the same thing that you are, regardless of the time of year that it is. So your brain is fixating on, is he cuffing me? Is he not? But I would suggest these tips to navigate through when you're newly getting to know someone who you really like. All right. Number one, ask him if he's looking for a serious relationship. I suggest this for all of you, regardless of the time of year. What are you looking for? Yeah, sure. It could say it on his dating app profile, looking for a relationship. I still would take that with a grain of salt. Larry had no mention of what he was looking for on his profile. So I fucking asked him, what are you looking for? Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. It can feel vulnerable. Larry even got a little bit weird when I asked him and I made sure to say, I'm not asking if you're looking for a relationship with me. We've known each other for five minutes, but I do want to ask, what is it that you are looking for? Now, again, Someone could blow smoke. Someone could say, I've I've seen it happen with the women in my group. Check out my group program. Same title as this podcast. Head to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com. Click on the work with me page. You want to be in this room. So much amazingness is happening in that group. But I have clients who are like, yeah, no, he says he wants a relationship for sure. Like I asked him, but the way that he's showing up does not reveal or demonstrate that that is the truth. He disappears. You don't see him for a couple of weeks. He's just hot and cold, right? So don't just take him saying, yeah, I'm looking for a serious relationship as gospel, but it is important to ask and pay attention to what that person is saying back. Two, pay attention to whether or not he wants to introduce you to family and friends. I think that this is a big one, obviously, in the very beginning stages. But, you know, two, three months in, if he's keeping you very separate and only just wants to hang the two of you, I would say that's a pretty good indicator that he could be cuffing you or, again, regardless of the time of year, isn't really interested in incorporating you into the rest of his life. Three, 
pay attention to his level of interest in your family and friends. Does he care when you're telling a story about them? Does he ask questions about them? Does he genuinely, sincerely seem interested and present when you are talking about them? And if you mention him meeting them, what is his response? Does he say, oh, I really hope that I do get to meet them. I really do want to meet them. That would be so great. Or does he kind of let it fall on deaf ears and then changes the subject? Four, pay attention to if he's signing up for all of you, not just your family and friends. I feel like I should have reversed that, but here we are. I didn't. What kinds of questions is he asking about you? Does he want to know your politics? Does he want to know your thoughts on spirituality and religion? Does he want to know your thoughts about sex? Does he want to know about your dreams? Does he care about what you do for a living? As I'm moving through these steps and as I was preparing for this episode, there was a casual relationship that I had with a guy where there were so many great things, but it was so clear he was not available and not looking for something serious. And when I reflect back, I just think about how I would talk about my job and he didn't really take it seriously. And he never really did care about my family and my friends. Like it was just our laughs and our physical connection and good conversation and talking about life and the world. But he wasn't really interested in me and like the ins and outs of who Mary Claire Byrne was. Like he just, he was looking for a good time. He was affectionate. He always told me how beautiful I was. He thought I was absolutely hilarious. I think he said I was like the funniest woman he'd ever dated. Yeah, that's not enough for what I'm looking for, right? Like, does this person dig deeper on wanting to know all of you and really care about the deeper parts of you that go beyond maybe your sense of humor and your looks? Five, plan a trip. Or suggest a trip. Now, obviously, if you just meet in October, you don't want to be like, do you want to go out? Do you want to go on vacation in April once cuffing season's over so that it's guaranteed that I can lock this down and know that we're a serious thing? Obviously not. But let's say you do meet in October, November, and then you're dating for three, four months, and that brings you into February and you're really feeling it and want to make future plans. I mean, I just throw out specifically plan a trip or suggest a trip because that would require planning in advance. But that would be a good indicator to see, is this person wanting to make plans in the future with you? Now, I want to be very clear here. Everything comes from your intention behind it. So I am not saying, and it sounds like I am saying this, what I am not saying is plan a trip to test to see if he's invested in making future plans with you. It's not coming from this place of if he says yes, then I know he's not cuffing me. But my point here is you will know if something's off, if you've been dating someone for three or four months and you want to plan a trip and he's being wishy-washy or resistant, or he says, I just don't think we're there yet. I'm not sure. Or he changes the subject. It's like, it could be a planning a trip. It could be inviting him to a family event, whatever it is. That would be a great indicator to know, is this really going anywhere? Again, whether it's cuffing season or not, but really And this is what I'm going to segue into for number five is 
check in three or four months into the relationship. How are you feeling about us? I actually think two months into the relationship. Why not? How are you feeling about us? Where are we at? Would be a very fair question to ask, to check in and see where he is at. I I don't really believe, and I now know I have a foot in number four and a foot in number five, right? But just remember that the title of this podcast episode is called How to Know If He's Cuffing You, not How to Test Him (laughs) If He's Cuffing You. So don't go into planning a trip to test, but if you think everything's fine and dandy, and then you're like, oh, we should go on this trip or come to this friend's wedding or come to this family event, I'd love you to come, and you're three or four months in, I would go out on a limb and and guess that he's either cuffing you if the cuffing thing is a real thing that he's thinking about, or he's just not as invested into as serious of a committed relationship as you are. Six, check in three or four months in. How are you feeling about us? Ask, just ask. I don't know why I put three or four months in because if you're a course student, you will know this. By the way, my course Stop wanting back and find someone better is on the shelves just for the month of December. I'm recording this in December of 2022. And you want your hands on this AT video course that includes a bonus dating section. Also, when you buy this course, go to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com, click on the work with me page. You will be invited to five live bonus group coaching calls in February. So you will also have access to me and get coached by me. This is always such a fun thing to do. I love meeting women all over the world who purchase my course and want the live group coaching. It's so much fun and it really just takes the work to the next level. But really, I say, you know, two months in, we should have a good gauge on whether or not this relationship is worthwhile going in the direction that I want. And two months might sound like nothing to you. I'm not saying after two months, you have to be like, I know this person is my husband. But after two months, you guys should know whether or not you want to make things exclusive. And again, I say around two months. It doesn't have to be eight weeks till the day. Two, three months, you should definitely know, though, in my opinion. If you are someone who knows you really want to find the love of your life and go all in, it should not take you longer than two to three months to figure out if you really want to invest in figuring out if this person is your person. And it shouldn't be taking that other person that much longer either. So I said check in three or four months. I say check in in two months. Hey, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? What are you thinking about us? It's super uncomfortable, but it needs to be said because avoiding that conversation could lead you to being way more hurt later. I've seen this happen. Clients come to me and they're super upset because they didn't ask. They didn't ask and they just went along with things and then only found themselves that much more hurt because they were just assuming and hoping that it was more serious than what it was, but they never asked. So then you can't even really hold it against the other person just because he's being sweet and showing up for maybe a year, a year and a half, two years. But if you haven't had the exclusivity conversation, you can't assume that he's all in. Okay. Seven, tell him your concern about cuffing season if it's coming up for you. You know, you could right off the bat, if you meet this person, say September, October, November, and you hit it off and you're having some fun, you could say, hey, look, 
I have this thing. It's called, I've heard of this thing. It's called cuffing season or I've been cuffed before. So I think, and I'm just wondering, are you actually looking for a relationship or are you just look, looking to hunker down in these, in this like cold weather? Like I'm just asking you up front again, it's no different than asking him if he's looking for a serious relationship because he could just be like, of course, that's not what I'm looking for. He could say that. But I think that there's a lot of power in just addressing what is on your mind. And just I think there's something to be said, too, about how you feel when that person gives you that answer. And again, if you're paying attention to whether or not he wants to introduce you to his family and friends a couple of months in or paying attention to his level of interest in your family and friends, paying attention to his level of interest in you and who you are and what your hopes and dreams are, paying attention to if he wants to make future plans with you and, you know, having the conversation and checking in and seeing where he is, just I'm recapping all of these steps, you know, telling him your concern and asking him could get you out in front of the whole conversation. But you also have to factor in how he's showing up and being present to you with all of those previous steps. Eight, this is the last one. And again, this, there's no real serious order here, but I think that this is a very important one. So last but not least Look to see if he's being really vulnerable with you. Is he opening up to you? Is he sharing who he is? Is he sharing his hopes and his dreams? P.S. You know, I talk about pay attention to is he investing in you and asking you those things? Are you asking him those things? Are you getting to know him on a much deeper level? Because I just think at the end of the day, cuffing season or not, whatever time of year it is, you are able to tell whether or not someone is really genuinely, consistently showing up, being interested in you, isn't shy about sharing a picture of you on Instagram, wants you to be immersed into his life. Again, I would say no longer than three months. If, if, if it's not happening, you know, after three months of being together, then yeah, I would say this person is not fully emotionally invested or committed long-term to you or is resistant about making plans in the future. You can tell, you can know. And it's very easy when we have a high desire for not just the right person, but when we have a desire for the person that we're dating, it's very easy for us to selectively put up blinders and make meaning out of things like, oh, he says I'm like the funniest woman he's ever dated and he's always telling me how beautiful I am and he checks in consistently. Those are all things that could make us believe that someone is all in, but it's really about the deeper shit. And I even think, and I was just sharing this with my group program today as a side note, but just this past weekend, uh, Larry had the kids and it was just a very busy weekend and lots of different activities. And I was with one of the kids while he was with the other kids and just coming back together and having dinner and just chilling and sitting on the couch and cracking up at what the kids are saying. And like he and I are not so like one-on-one connected, but it's just the glances that we give each other, the kisses that he gives me when we're passing each other in the kitchen, him, you know, patting me on my ass and just like always letting me know that he's there and connected to me and just 
like I'm feeling his love even when we're not one-on-one seriously connecting. And yeah, sure, that's an extreme example that I'm sharing because I'm talking about three years in with my partner. But I had those moments with him in the beginning. I felt his love in the beginning. I felt his openness. I felt that he was really interested in me. And yeah, he was a shitty texter. I share this all the time. (laughs) He was not the best texter. I'd get like a shamrock emoji in the morning or like a sun emoji when, of course, I wanted him to be like, hey, good morning. Thinking of you, really looking forward to seeing you next weekend. Like that's what I wanted, right? It wasn't some flawless pursuit, but overall, I just felt his consistent, wonderful, lovely, romantic level of interest in me. Yeah, both romantically and just me as Claire, the human that I am. So cuffing season or not, I think paying attention to all of these steps that I suggested or tips that I suggested is super important. And I would really, even though I've just done this whole episode, I would really encourage you to not make cuffing season a thing. Sure, if you know about it and it's a thing and your brain is making it a thing, here are the tips that I would suggest, but they are no different than the tips that I would suggest for any client at any time of year showing up who's looking for love and not making meaning out of the little things that are lovely and feel good and not making meaning out of the weather and the time of year it is to believe that it could not work out with someone. So on the one hand, we're like, oh, he says I'm beautiful and so funny and the funniest person he's ever met. Oh my gosh. It's like we want to make meaning out of it when we really like the person and our hopes are up about that person. And then we want to make meaning out of how it could not work out. And we're not paying attention to the most important shit, which is the the root of a relationship, the core values, the meat and the potatoes, right? The compliments are fluff. And this idea of cuffing season can be a whole load of bullshit because at the end of the day, let's say you're like, no, I know this guy cuffed me. We met in October. He broke up at the very end of February. We broke up at the very end of February and I just know that he was cuffing me and it was because it was cuffing season. You guys, you never didn't work out because it was cuffing season. I'm going to slow that down and say it again. You didn't not work out because it was cuffing season. You didn't not work out because it was cuffing season. You didn't work out because that person wasn't available and wasn't supposed to be your person. And who is going to say, yeah, I mean, unless some guy is a real douchebag, is he really going to say, yeah, no, to be honest, I was just enjoying the wintertime with you. And now that like things are opening up again and spring is coming shortly and it's going to be in the air, I'm going to kick you to the curb. You're never going to freaking know that. But all you can do is be the most conscious dater that you can be. And again, that conscious dating skill is available to you in my course and in my program. My course, again, is only temporarily available. It will go away December 31st. It is a lifetime access course. But if you want in now on this course, I don't know when I'll be offering it again. And if you want to take advantage of five 
days of live group coaching, not just for yourself to raise your hand, which by the way, it is an anonymous space, but for you to learn from women around the world who are moving through what you are moving through and just to learn the power of what coaching looks like. Coaching is going to be different dependent on the coach, but if you are a fan of this work and you feel like investing in a next level on your heart and on your brain, right? I hope that this podcast episode really did blow your mind open in terms of is cuffing season even really a thing? What am I doing to use this idea of cuffing season against me? Oh, wow. How I show up if I'm in fear of someone cuffing me would be no different than how I show up, period, in my dating life. Oh, yeah, I do make a lot of meaning out of the little fluffy things that someone says. Oh, yeah, I do let my already anxiously predisposed self, my predisposed anxious self, you know, look for things for me to worry and fixate and make my dating journey that much more uncomfortable. And yeah, I am someone who fixates on the fear of getting hurt during cuffing season. It's like, if you just were able, this is what coaching has done for me. Just help me take a really huge step back or a bunch of steps back, a bunch of huge steps back to be like, oh, it's so interesting. The meaning that I'm making out of so much, so many things that don't really mean what my brain wants them to mean. You can just free yourself so much from the panic, the worry, the fear, the projection into the future of how your shitty love life is going to go because of the way it's been so shittily unfolding. How do you like that? Shittily (laughs) unfolding. But there is help out there. And I want to help you just like I've helped so many other women. But again, of course, if you want to work with me, I always say nobody slips through the cracks in these group calls. There's four one-hour calls a week at various times. So women around the world can make at least one call. And then you have access to the archived calls and Really and truly, these calls, most of these calls have been going 90 minutes because I don't want anyone slipping through the cracks. I want you to come and get the amazing coaching that you deserve and are worthy of and are so capable of soaring and thriving from. It's time, my loves, December 2022. Where do you want to be in December of 2023? Do you want to feel empowered and aligned and happy and in love and healed and so over that guy that you don't even remember his freaking name? I just had a client today say, oh my God, and an ex, like my ex from like a couple of exes ago just reached out and I'm like, oh yeah, that guy, what? He'd reached out from a different number and it's like, ugh, like what a win to be so over the Mr. Wrongs and so close clear and so deliberate and so empowered and really see how the next level of intentional, conscious dating will yield you a mind-blowing, just awe-inspiring, holy shit, all of this struggle and strife and uh, pain was so worth it for me to get to here and show up so differently, not just to call in the love of my life, but to wake up just so happy in who I am and have that be enough as well. So much love, my loves. Until next time, bye. My love, are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? Then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.